0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good evening everybody. I'm Dr. Craig Martin. You're listening to the Inside Connection coming to you live from LA. Amazing days. Beautiful, beautiful May days. Christina Martin, it's always good to see you.
0: Hi I'm here tonight. So excited. We got a good topic.
1: Just a little static there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We do have a good topic. I love Gemini, and I love Gemini time. And even though we're not uh, in it yet, right, we still have, I think, a pretty good number of days of Taurus. We're only halfway through Taurus, actually. We're at the 15th degree, so we're halfway through Taurus season. But because there's going to be planets moving into Gemini, including Mercury already, and I'm pretty sure we're going to have a... Mercury retrograde in Gemini In good
0: old Gemini, I did see that
1: Yeah, you know, Mercury is going to start really slowing down uh, Really slowing down starting next week And then it's going to go retrograde Not until May the 29th, which is still a few weeks from now But we're going to have a long Mercury in Gemini All the way until July the 11th
0: I saw that too. So, solid months, you know, yes.
1: Right, Mercury went in, Mercury went into Gemini on May the fourth, fifth. It's um, just yesterday, and mm-hmm. it's going to be there for two months. That's a long Mercury in Gemini, and Mercury rules Gemini. What do you yes, think about that? Yes, it
0: does. I love what that. Yeah, that? they're they're friends. They're, Mercury likes to be in Gemini. You know where the the messengers right going across the sky and delivering the news and um you know socializing and talking and just uh coming up with ideas lots of fun light playfulness with both those together so i'm excited for this g
1: mercury in gemini says if you find yourself in a dark alley surrounded by circus performers what do you do
0: Act like a circus performer.
1: (laughs) Go for the juggler.
0: Oh my God. Exactly. (laughs) Nice one. Yay. Jokes. Gotta love the jokes. Oh my gosh. Gotta love the laughter.
1: Lightheartedness. A little lightheartedness. And you can feel it. You know, people are getting vaccinated and there's a movement towards greater social normalcy. Mm-hmm. you know somebody actually touched me <laughs> at school today she put her hand on my shoulder i was like what is that <laughs> a woman that i've known for years who i would think of oh. as a, as like a friendly acquaintance actually mm-hmm. reached out put her hand on my shoulder so good to see you we were both wearing masks and i was like ah. But you oh know, gosh. like I walked away thinking, nah whatever, we're safe now generally, uh, right? I mean yes. we can I think I told you that I actually hugged someone.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So, you know, and and how unusual that is. And don't you think some of this air, the movement back to Gemini, the movement into air is about uh socializing, um connection. Not necessarily so much hugging, but the interaction that we're having outside of the computer.
0: Yeah, totally big time. I think um, I was thinking about that earlier, too, because we really had Saturn has been in Aquarius, but Saturn's the disciplined planet. So the communication and the social um, element has just been under restriction. So the air quality or not physical air quality, but the... um, characteristics of the air signs has been under pressure and so I think that it sounds like this mercury is maybe going to help us lift some of that pressure off it's going to help us um, just breathe some air into our lives again
1: no pun intended
0: yeah exactly. you know, like a
1: sigh of relief kind of air
0: yeah yeah Ooh. I feel it a
1: lot I feel it a lot in interacting mm-hmm. with the people at my kids school Mm. there's a there's a lifting off and so all this movement into gemini should bring us back to a humorous level of socialization right like mm. some kind of connected lighthearted, less dour there's going to be a lot more connectivity we're not mm-hmm. we're not going to be as stuck um uh. as we were socially I was just also looking at how close Jupiter is It's 29 degrees and it must have done must have gone into the 29th degree while I was blinking because I feel like it wasn't there and anytime I see the 29 I'm always like whoa something super close to a shift and Jupiter is just gonna go in and like just touch Pisces right yeah and then and then go back into Aquarius by July also. So while we're in the Mercury retrograde period, Jupiter is going to uh, go into Pisces real gentle and then come back out. It, it actually functions really well in Pisces. It's,
0: Isn't it uh, the old ruler, right? Mm-hmm,
1: one of the old rulers. Yeah. Um, just about, I think, charitability
0: and...
1: Mm benevolence and sensitivity
0: yeah openness uh,
1: yeah there's something also about art and I definitely have always seen the connection between Sag and Pisces
0: mm, Yeah. because
1: of spirituality yes you know when you think of Pisces you could think of like yoga girls and you know yogi boys dressed up in loose gym pants you know like doing yoga and Uh tank tops and hairs all hair all pulled up in a bun with little curls coming down around their face like blue
0: color or something yeah Uh those
1: cutesy cutesy yogi 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 millennials and um and then when you think of Sagittarius it's also like just some backpackers going to Europe and chilling and going into the hostels and stuff like that. And Real life. both of yeah. those are connecting to the spirituality of um, love and nature and freedom and peace and a little bit hippie in the. Pisces. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I, that's know,
0: the, I, I know. Even though they're square, are...
1: you know, right. that's one of the interesting things about that. The old rulership of Jupiter is Pisces oh, and and Sag and that uh, those two signs are square and yet they were both ruled by the same planet.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Classic I mean, classically, right, one is I mean, they're both a little like woo woo, right? I I like that though. Um
1: Spiritual. Looking yeah. for some level of truth, looking to connect on different levels. But but both of those, I think I think we're going to talk, I know, about Jupiter going into Pisces and um, next week's show. I think we're going to be talking about the new moon, but we'll talk a little bit more about Jupiter and Pisces because it's going to go into Pisces next week, along with the new moon. Yeah, Um, very interesting energy. uh, yeah, I think I noticed also in the ephemeris, which is the book that shows the positions of the planets, that Ceres is going into Taurus, mm. um, which is very, there's a strong affinity. I think Ceres rules Taurus because of agriculture mm. and land and um, Ceres is all about maternal, you know, there's Cancerian Nurturing. energy in it as well, but there, mm. the agricultural part of it is Taurian.
0: Hmm, 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 Very yeah. interesting.
1: Taking so a little bit better still, care of our Earth. There's still Taurus energy, right? We're not going to forget that. It's strong, right? We're still grounded. Venus is still in Taurus, but not for long. Venus is going into Gemini this Sunday, and Mercury went into Gemini a day or two ago. And that movement, what we're talking about, is the shift away from Earth, And back into air, back into a more cerebral, socially connected energy and away Mm -hmm. from sort of the awakening body, right? Spring Uh cleaning, going on a diet, taking care of yourself, March, April, May, really getting there because soon it's going to be beach time, vacation time. The kids are going to be out of school, that Taurus, you know, more salad, more cucumbers, less meat.
0: Yeah, you know, uh-huh.
1: because the winter is more dense, you know, right. and Taurus is a is a lifting Lift up off. out of that, and then uh-huh. I see Gemini as being like the the 2.0 of that, like the yeah. the next level of not dense, more salad, more smoothies, more fruit. Yeah. You know, yes. like that Gemini vibrational. Oh like, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so much mood. I mean, I I don't know about you, but it feels like things are even like getting busier. Like I, I I'm seeing like there's all these different things that you know these events now that are being planned for fall and just a lot of uh, a lot of social activity that's really amping up and starting to so have like, your totally-
1: vaccination card ready.
0: Have it, have it ready, or get out there.
1: Have your vaccination card ready. Somebody said to me the other day, "God, I landed on an airplane. I was coming back from New York. I hit the ground, and I get a text from a friend that there's a rooftop party. If you've got your vaccination card, then you can come without masks." And it was like a big rooftop get together downtown. (laughs) And I thought, "Yeah, this is the way that things are going to be moving." Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Which again I think falls in line with Saturn and Aquarius. So like rules of being in a community. Now we we need a little bit of structure with being in a community, which includes having a vaccination card, showing that you did the work or the you know, took responsibility for yourself and the community by being safe, as safe as you can. So now we It was
1: restrictive. Right. It was restrictive last year. It was the shutdown of socializing, and Uh now it's socializing under structure. And that's because Jupiter went into Aquarius, and and it's creating all that balance. We're definitely having a reworking of the way in which we all interact. There's a complete reworking of it. There's all kinds of new social etiquette and...
0: Mm-hmm. Ways in which
1: we're what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, big time, big time. I mean, you know, offices, are you uh, concerts, uh, grocery stores, everything is changing. Even our ability to be out in parks or whatever, you know, it's all um, going through such a process. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know I go for a walk every day still, a couple miles every afternoon. Mm. Um, and now, it, you know, even just up to a few weeks ago, it was completely unacceptable to be on that walk without a mask.
0: Mm. All of a
1: sudden, the CDC changed the guideline. Now it's okay to be outside without a mask if you've been vaccinated and nobody's got a mask. Yeah. It was like the most radical experience now i don't walk by anybody wearing a mask anymore on my walk in the evening and we're all okay we're all still keeping six foot distance yes you know someone walks in the median someone walks on the sidewalk someone goes into the street or something like that but mask free
0: sure yeah it's going to be, yeah. I mean, it's a slow burn. It's, I'm noticing two people, more and more people are eating inside now. That's another thing, right? How, how are we going to be doing that?
1: I'm not ready for that. <sighs>
0: Me neither. <laughs>
1: I've already, it's so traumatic. The year, it's, the year has been so much trauma.
0: Uh-huh. That,
1: yeah. I really am still connecting loss. with that.
0: Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: But that, because it's just, you know, if you survived it, now would right. be the worst time to get it.
0: Oh, right, so scary.
1: If you would, if you survived it, you know, definitely, you don't want to be late to that ball. You mm. definitely want to skip it all together.
0: Yes, please.
1: The coronavirus ball.
0: Right.
1: Oh no. <laughs> I'm um, all for, yeah, skipping that one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a bit of water. Um, Mars is in Cancer. Moon is in Pisces. And within the next 24 hours, it will be conjunct Neptune. So if mm-hmm. you do dream work or you want it, you want to do dream work, um, want to pay attention to your dreams. Tonight and tomorrow night are excellent uh, nights for doing like a deeper exploration Uh, encouraging yourself to wake up without an alarm clock, having a little pad of paper with a little pencil. Even if you write one or two words, could be very little. Middle of the night, you chicken scratch like one word. Um, That one word will cause you to cascade remember the dream the next morning. So um, sometimes it's it's good if you want to do dream journaling to do that. And there's other things you can do with moon and Neptune um, conjunct in Pisces. Like there's charitability, which is amazing. It could be, mm-hmm. be artistic, um, getting involved with your art at any level, um, mm-hmm. writing or reading poetry, film, uh, music in particular are all um, favored for the remaining first week of May. Um, and Mercury and Gemini is there to help us, I think, communicate whatever it is with the words and to be able to articulate the psychic experience.
0: I love that. That's a great recommendation. I, I think too, there is something, you know, Gemini isn't uh, classically seen as any, you know, the psychic sign, but there is something about the instinctual mind that's there, you know, the, first being able to talk the little blips of ideas that come into your head seemingly out of nowhere. That feels a little Gemini to me. It's just a small little spark that comes out. Um, So I love that, especially then the writing down of any word, you know, the random words that come to you or you see recognize when you're out and about in public paying attention to that.
1: Yeah. There's, um, Cladon, Cladonamancy. do we talk about this? Cladonamancy is the no. um, is is divination by words overheard. Oh. So, for instance, you can ask a question like, you know, what's going on for me at work, and, and then you go for a walk, and the very first set of words that you hear overheard are the answer to your question.
0: Oh, wow. What an interesting exercise.
1: We're all in, we're all immersed in a very interactive medium that we're not really super conscious of.
0: Mm-hmm. But it is
1: where it's an interactive medium, right? Of the four elements. It's an interactive medium of the four elements, right? You could ask a question and then go out and the first animal that you see could be the answer to your question, if that's what you were looking for.
0: Mm.
1: So I think it's called cladonomancy. You'd have to correct me. I think that's what it's called. I'm going to actually look it up while I'm talking. It was um, It was interestingly... um, um It was interestingly um, done in temples in Greece, and I actually am right, Clendonomancy. Uh, Right? It's the classic Clendonomancy, a divination based on chance events or encounters such as words occasionally uttered, the significance of, like, you know, words overheard, random mm. remarks. It says it down here. Divination through interpreting random remarks, statements, or events.
0: Mm-hmm. So in
1: ancient Greece, so this is very Gemini. You'll like this. So it's perfectly good this. for it's perfectly good for this for this uh, for this particular <laughs> so, show because it's so yeah. Gemini.
0: Huh. You
1: would go into the temple, right, and you would walk up to the temple, and there would be a statue of the goddess you would whisper your question into her ear, into the, mm. the, into the statue, right? The stone uh-huh. statue. Put your fingers in your ears and then walk out of the temple. As soon as you left the temple, you would pull your fingers out and the first words you heard would be the answer to the question.
0: <sighs> because
1: the goddess directly would be answering you through someone else's language.
0: Oh gosh so fascinating oh my gosh so fun i want to go do that right now so mercury gemini yes (laughs) wow
1: so mercury and gemini because it it has that it has that image of hermes right the like the mercurial hermes energy right Uh with little wings on the back of his little shoes right Uh delivering messages right so which is mercury it's mercury and gemini it's hermes and so you 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 speak into the, out into the world, and mm-hmm. Hermes carries your little message and then goes as, like, the little messenger and uh-huh. then comes flying back, and you're about to pass this stranger, and he whispers in that person's ear.
0: <sighs> oh, you know? gosh. All right. Travels through the air to get to your ears.
1: Yes. Yeah. If you say mm-hmm. to the goddess, I'm having troubles with my fiancé, Right what do you think about this marriage? And you go for a walk and you hear two people talking. And the thing you overhear is someone say, well, I'm not really wedded to that idea. (laughs) Right. That's Um, your answer.
0: Boom. Boom. Boom, You got it so much. That's so, I mean, who hasn't like been in a crowded restaurant and picked up one little, you know, conversation, two tables over, even though there's lots of people chattering It's that little blip that you just ears perk up and you understand what they're saying, the words. Oh, my gosh, there's a little magic behind that. That's so exciting.
1: We are all immersed in a common medium.
0: Mm.
1: The medium of the high priestess, Mm
0: -hmm. the
1: medium of the collective unconscious. We all we feel separated, but we're not. Right. It's why when you read, like, you know, cliche memes, like, none of us are free until all of us are free. And, you know, there is no justice until there's justice for everybody and things like that. Mm -hmm. Those things, I think, are so incredibly true that Mm -hmm. we have a very difficult time processing it. Because if you're sitting in some big mansion in Bel Air, right? Right. How can it literally, how can you literally process the fact that you are impoverished if there's someone living on the street? Right. You are impoverished. And the only way to be able to understand that is through the spiritual realm, to understand Uh that you're impoverished spiritually Mm. if... If you in your wealth can allow for there to be someone impoverished on the street.
0: Oh gosh. So good. Right. Exactly.
1: I love I love Zeus coming back to Athens as a beggar. He used <gasps> to come back down to Athens as a beggar all the time. Zeus. Oh
0: my I didn't know that. They're like
1: king of the gods who loved it would love it, would come down, walk the streets as the foulest, stinkiest beggar, right? And if he shook his cup and you walked by him, he took care of you later.
0: (gasps) That's so great. That is great. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So many facts you're throwing (laughs) at me tonight. I love it. I love it. Little Gemini, mm-hmm, Snappy. all connected, all Snappy. connected. Just don't yes. ask
1: me to tell you another joke, okay? Because <laughs> you <laughs> never know what out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, you still are Scorpio. <laughs> it's PG. This that. show is PG. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> most times, yeah. And what do you no think three, about being it? Say it again. Venus going into Gemini. What are your thoughts on mm. that? Well,
1: you know, I think, I think people want to hear love being expressed verbally. Mm. One of the things I think that people really get bothered by, at least a lot of women, a lot of women get bothered by dating a man for three or four months and he still hasn't said, I love you. You know, it's mm-hmm. sort of a game that men and women play, I think.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, where men are reluctant to say it, but women are expecting men to. Yeah. Um, And so kind of women sit there waiting because, of course, it's not super good for a woman to say that first, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't play out well, right? You want to make sure that that's where he's at before you say it back. And uh, not being sexist, it's just the way, unfortunately, that the world still is. It's not on. It's not on a very equal playing field when it comes to expression and all of that. So women protect themselves in that way by by keeping their feelings to themselves until men divulge that they're on the same page. Communicate. Yeah, exactly. And so that's how I feel about. Those are my first thoughts about Venus and Gemini. Is that it's an excellent time to tell people that you love them.
0: Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah I like that. Communicate the love.
1: I noticed okay. again today for some reason when I was looking at someone's chart that we're ending 2021 with a Venus retrograde. Hopefully. Um, yeah, in Capricorn. Oof. So um, that's yeah. going to be an interesting way to end the year. Yeah. With, um, with a retrograde Venus conjunct Pluto, um, a stationary retrograde Venus conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. So oh, yeah, gosh. it'll be, it'll be, it'll be an interesting Christmas.
0: Um, yes, <laughs> it will be
1: starting the week before that. And, um, but anyway, yeah. I'm jumping the gun on the year right now. It's Venus and Gemini. It's lovely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, Expression love is love is humorous. Love makes people laugh. Love is light-hearted. Love um, Love is curious. Love love lifts the burdens by making things easier and softer and and um, more uh, more communicative
0: rather mm-hmm.
1: than heavy. You know.
0: Mhm.
1: Because yeah, love I can mean... be heavy.
0: Oh sure. Sure, yeah, having to compromise. I'm thinking, too, It would. it's probably going to be a great time for the dating world, you know, the dating scene. People are going to get out there and start dating a little bit. Venus and Gemini, we're allowed to be out now.
1: Spring will do that, won't it?
0: Spring, yes. <laughs>
1: Spring will do that.
0: <laughs>
1: Gets everybody's juices flowing.
0: Right. <laughs> we're alive.
1: We're alive and wearing less clothes.
0: <laughs> there you go. Cute <laughs> show. <know. laughs> well, yes, you know, it's it's very very true. New,
1: speak to enough boys in New York City, and you'll know that uh. <laughs> they like they love the spring.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they
1: love the spring after a long fall and winter.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah, we had a long spring, summer, fall, winter, so it's going to be extra ramped.
1: Yeah, this has been this is a monumental spring, a spring to remember. Yes. And we are going to have Saturn squaring Uranus in June. So, we have a little bit of disruption. We'll see how big it's going mm-hmm. to be, but it but it's coming. There's mm-hmm. something there's something brewing and yet mm. hopefully it won't be, you know, too devastating. Certainly right. won't be to the level of Saturn conjunct Pluto, which was the coronavirus. That was, was that was a little yeah. much. But, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but Saturn square <laughs> Uranus is still, I think, disruptive.
0: A little hefty, yeah. Yeah, this well, it's it's just uh, a lot to do with you know forward movement versus tradition. So we're going to be teetering that line.
1: Wow. Unbelievably towards the end of the show, you know, I want to let everybody know that I'm teaching the tarot at Learn It Live. So that class has been going so well. If you want to learn the tarot, you still have a chance to do some online live classes with me, but you could pick up all the classes in a fully recorded version. And I'm in control of the recording on that. So I've been creating, I think, a really good recordable class learn it live just look up dr craig there for the tarot class christina and i are both teaching astrology at the los angeles astrology school and christina and i are happy to do private readings for you you can find us at sageofstars.com or sageofstars on twitter and facebook other than that it's awfully nice to see you uh
0: so good to see you always and always you have so much fun on this show
1: and um, we're glad to be with everybody in the listening audience. This is the Inside Connection, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday, live from Los Angeles at 6 p.m. Pacific. Have a good week, everybody.
0: Good night.